You know, I have this really interesting talent. I, um, I, I used you, to. Are you one of those people that can do the Rubik's cube with your eyes closed? Yeah, but that—that's another story. Um, oh, my talent, okay. and I used one, to go, one that's more impressive. Well, no, but it's the one I want to tell. Okay, sorry. No, 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 that's fine. I used to go to different fall fairs in different towns and display this talent, but I can. When I'm in conversation with a person, it has to be one-on-one. Like, I can't be in a group. I'd have to, like, invite them in the, the tent kind of thing. But I can tell if a person has something to talk about or to share. And I'm getting that vibe from you, and I feel like you have something to share. What a small-town thing to say. I used to go to fall fairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like you just geographically pinpointed yourself as a... Uh... <laughs> As a small town, rural person. You haven't been to the Ottawa Fall Fair? That's, I'm not sure that's a thing. It is. Or if it is, like, I think, I think cities have fairs. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if they call them fall fairs. Right. Right. Like you'd never, you'd never go to the New York Pumpkin Festival. Well, you wouldn't because it's not known, like it, it has a pumpkin festival, but you shouldn't go that, like I would never go. you know the uh, the Moscow tractor pull. Like I don't. <laughs> right. There's a lot. There's so much vodka involved. Right. It makes, it's I don't think there's a, even tractors involved. It's really just vodka. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically what it is. Sure. They drink enough vodka until they can they pull the think tractor. There's a tractor. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, I do have something to talk about. Oh. Um, aside from, obviously. Uh, like there's a film right. that we're going to talk about. Sure. Um, but more so, um, I want to talk about this episode. Okay. Um, and the next couple of episodes. Sure. Uh, and the fact that the show mm. is evolving. Oh. Um, new equipment, potentially new and improved equipment is right. being introduced. Yes. Um, and with that... Uh, just like with eating too much food too fast, comes <laughs> hiccups. Right. Um, and uh, actually, cold sausage. If I eat like refrigerated leftover sausage, huh. or the you know you can get like the 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 um prepackaged frozen meatballs that you add like Diana oh. sauce to yes. and you do the crock pot yep. pull up. Yep. If I eat those cold leftover right. or even sometimes those microwaved hmm. uncontrollable hiccups. Weird. So anyways, regardless, um, huh. we are currently recording half with new equipment mm. um, and not just a little bit of new equipment, um, but basically uh my setup mm-hmm. uh, looks entirely different. My setup has gotten a significant upgrade, right? Um, which, w- when used to its fullest potential, when used properly, uh, will certainly be a significant upgrade, right? Um, your setup is the same as usual, yes. Um, and so the overall quality of the show won't necessarily seem higher. No. Uh, ju- just yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not entirely sure that I'm using all of this equipment properly. Because, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. I mean, there's a manual, but... Yeah. It's more fun just to dial it up and see what it, see My, what the engine can do. 
ultimately, my male reproductive organs prevent me from reading the instructions until <laughs> until everything's gone to hell. I, I really and I break sure down and have to do where it. Where you were going with that? Yeah, uh, basically, men don't read instructions, that which is, is an true. Uh, which which is a generalization. Mm-hmm. However, it's a generalization that, for the most part, I'm willing to stand behind. Right. Um, and so, anyways, this this. I mean, it's it's much better equipment. This could sound five times worse than normal. Ooh. Um, and if not. it does, mm-hmm. if it does, I apologize profusely. Yes. Um, but yeah, the next couple of episodes, mm. if not, I mean, for the next four months, some of the circumstances around us recording, I'm I'm recording in a different location for the next four months, mm-hmm. um, which is less consistent a location um than than usual um so there may be hiccups there may be hiccups over the next four months there may be improvements over the next four months um but excuse me but um i think ultimately at the end of the four months um most of the hiccups should be gone and the show should overall be an improvement over what it was prior to now mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so bear with us let us know yes. if it sounds better then let us know um immediately mm-hmm. in the comments uh if it sounds worse let us know <laughs> if it sounds the same let us know that's how we learn yeah, yeah. if it sounds if like i ah, i don't right who are you guys i don't i, I don't <laughs> listen to your show <laughs> uh, you know right i can't which is back to i think it's i think it's hilarious the notion of commenting <laughs> on a podcast you don't listen to. Yeah, I think there's something to that. I think that would be something. I, something I would definitely do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's that's really it. If you notice a difference, um, that's intentional. If you notice it's worse than usual, that's unintentional. Mm. Um, but we're gonna, you know, this is sort of a move um, in the direction of improving the show. Yes. Yeah. So, so, or that's the intent. That's the intent. So that that being said, the show this week, we are continuing our series on revisiting year-by-year year films uh, for the last 30 years. We started with 2019. We're moving back. This week, we did 2017. Which I was thinking about. Right. And we keep saying 30 years. But I think when we originally started talking about this, like... I think I think we decided anything prior to 1980, we maybe weren't sure if we were ready for. Right. But that the but that the 80s were still super solid. Actually, because you've got true. like Star Wars stuff, and you've got Ghostbusters, and yeah. you've got like the there's so much in the 80s. I actually, so really, yeah. I I feel like I don't know. I I feel like it's more appropriate just to say the last. 40 years because that's even, that's yeah. likely what it's going to be yeah and even yeah i'm not even sure you make a really good point i don't I'm not even sure i want to put a label on it because you might just keep going back till we stop kind of having interest and like you said i think it'll probably maybe be in the 70s because i think you're right in the 80s i think we'll still want to keep going and then once we kind yeah. of run kind of hit the bottom of the barrel as far as what we're interested in that we might kind of cap it that's so tough though too, right? Because you might you might reach the eighties and go, um 
oh man, but we haven't hit like Sound of Music yet. And oh. we haven't like, there's so much history still. There's like yeah. all of Elvis's movies that he did and stuff. Oh, so blue, I, I shout out Who to knows? the Blue Hawaii fans right there. The Blue Hawaii clam bake, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, we'll see. We'll see where this adventure takes us. We still need to work out the bugs in that too. Anyways, 2017 yes. um, was the year that we did this week, regardless of what year we're going to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't and really matter we, all that much, we, I guess. <laughs> we had a wide variety of film, and the one that we did. was victorious surprised me because I had never heard of it. Knocked me off my feet right. surprised. Uh, it was one. So, for those of you who uh, are new mm-hmm. um, or newer than the last time we explained this, um, <laughs> the way we come up with the four options um, for the movie votes that we do, mm-hmm. um, which, if you want to vote on a future episode, um, our social media links in the doobly doo down below mm-hmm. are the way to achieve that. Yes. Um, if you want to, as well boost as your all vote. kinds of extra stuff. If if you want your voice to count three or five times as much there's also a way to make that happen you can yes uh, it's called a megaphone (laughs) and also you can support us on patreon and tier two and three level supporters get an increased vote which uh, is fantastic Uh, it's a great thing to do sure oh yeah to support us it helps us Um, make improvements like equipment changes i like to eat um. Hmm. And income income allows me to do that. That that it, he is joking. All the funds go straight to the show. We do not spend it on food, nor drink, nor clothing for thy back. Right, but one hundred percent. If we didn't have the income from Patreon, uh, then then it would be money out of pocket. Yes, that is true. Right. Yep. So it it does it does still help us both out financially and helps grow the show. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, in a roundabout way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. Um uh, yeah, blown away. Blown right. away that um that this movie won. It was uh like I said, so or sorry, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um we we pick what the category is going to be and then Pete comes up with two options and I come up with two options, mm-hmm. which is way smarter than the confusing way that we used to do it. <laughs> and I I don't know like it's one of those our, our system used to be like um you come up with a list and I'll come oh, up with a list. Yes. And then if there's overlapping ones, then those are in. Oh. And then we can veto things in. Oh. And we can, like... It was so was, much work. It was. I don't understand why that was a thing. And then... We were young. Ultimately... We were naive. We were so new to this, yeah. this game. Um, which, by the way, mm-hmm. at the time of release... Yes. Of this episode. Of this episode. We have 17 days until our birthday. Yeah. Until we're a year freaking old. Yeah. Which is just stupid and longer than this should have lasted. (laughs) Um, But it's going, but you know, it's longer than it should have lasted and we're we're investing in new gear to grow the show. Right. 
So it's uh, things are things are looking up. But yeah. So now we both just picked two options, and and I when we when we made the switch to mm. both just picking two options. I genuinely felt, you know, when you make a decision, you know, when you start doing something a certain way and you go, why the hell, like, what in the first place prevented me from doing it this way? Right. Yes. Why have I, why was I making toast using the stove when I had this toaster the whole time? What, right. what, what prevented, what, what said to me initially, no, don't use the toaster. You can't use the toaster because of such and such. Sure. So, anyways, mm. uh, way better way of doing this. Yeah. Um, the movie that won this week was one of my two picks, mm -hmm. which I put in knowing, seemingly knowing, that it wouldn't win. Right. Um, but it's a movie I love so damn much that I was like, I can't, like, I'm, I feel like I'm being dishonest to myself by not putting it in there. Right. Yeah. So I, So I put it in. And it won. It did, yeah. Um, like, yeah. I I was I was dumbfounded when it got one vote. I got like when <laughs> when it got the first vote. I was like, holy cow! Right. Someone other than me has heard of this film. Someone else reciprocates or thinks the same way I do. I'm I'm not alone. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then it won, and I was like, this what? What did, why? How? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I'm quite pleased because it's a movie I wanted you to watch. Cool. Um, yeah. That movie being... Now, there are two names for this film. Right. Technically. There are, yeah. I maintain there's only one name. For, I, I maintain that there's a proper name for it. So I'm actually curious, which one do you consider the proper name? So the two name options are Seven Sisters. Yep. And what happened to Monday? Sure. And I maintain that the proper title is what happened to Monday. Okay. Um, okay. And I, I believe that for two reasons. Sure. Reason number one is the first time I saw this was when it was on Netflix. Okay. And that's what Netflix called it. Sure. The second reason is it's the title card. Right. When you're watching the film and the title of the movie comes up, it says what happened on Monday, or at least right. my copy does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. To me, to me, that makes it like, I've never referred to it as Seven Sisters. I found out about the alternative name later <laughs> down the road. And when, so the, it just felt false to me. Yeah. When, uh, what happened to Monday is definitely the hot name that like when you type it into Google, then it, it the searches that come up are reciprocating what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. When you like just Google seven sisters, like different law firms come up, different businesses come up and wow. I, yeah. what a law firm that would be. I was thinking that I'm like, what is interesting? All right. Jeez. Yeah. Their parents must be so proud. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, we're going to dive into this thing, yeah. but now, it's important that everyone knows, um, spoilers ahoy, we're going to talk about this film mm -hmm. as if you've seen it, um, or as if you haven't seen it and don't really care. There's there's more spoilers, spoilers in this episode than a early 2000s Fast and Furious film. I... True I, fact. 
Do you? True fact. Do you sometimes? Okay. Yeah. All right. So historically, I, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> historically, what we do to start things off is I try and uh, stump Brady with some trivia questions. So we're going to start things off that way. And sometimes you're successful. Some I would say it's pretty evenly split. You're you're very commendable. I'd say you you hit some things out of the ballpark, some you can use logic and kind of deduce your way through, and then some things there's there's no way for a human being to just know off the top of their head. Right. Some so essentially I don't get all of the questions right, but some of the questions are unfair. Yeah. And so yeah. that uh So, first question. Yeah. What are the medical terms for the two different types of twins or identical siblings? Medical. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I always, because uh, I always refer to them as you've got identical twins. Okay. I'll, I'll even take that. I, I will take that. What's the other? I always refer to, and I don't know if this is correct. Sure. Sure. But I always refer to the other just as fraternal twins. Yeah, I'll give you that. That What I was going okay. for was monozygotic, which is identical, and dizygotic. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I didn't know you wanted die. I would have said that. <laughs> no, I, which, like, I don't even know, like, technically, mm-hmm. uh, like, technically identical twins would also be fraternal t- twins. Uh, no, so really, well, to form identical siblings or twins or however many number of children. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I get, I, you know, so if, yeah, it's, it's one egg, one sperm. Right. That splits and that's identical twins. So they share their genes. They share, I think like 99.9% of their DNA. Oh Um, yeah. It would be very close to pretty damn because they come from the same egg and yeah, we were actually, we were looking this up when, um, when we were watching, or, or just after the film or oh, something. Oh, cool. And like, um, uh, oh, I, I think it was because um, they're able to, at one point, they like scan the one sister's eye. And right. from that, they're able to deduce that it was Tuesday's eye. That, and, and that so then, bothered me. That is so well, wrong. Well, no. So I looked it up and um, things like eyeballs. Yep. And fingerprints. They're different for twins. Things that we, yeah, things that we typically associate as being unique to every individual human being. Um, But I wasn't sure about identical twins. I was like, oh, wow, like they're, they've, like every, pretty much everything else is the same. Do they have the same fingerprint? Um, And they don't. No. Their eyes and fingerprints are different. Mm -hmm. However, you're, You'll never find if you have two identical twins. Right. You'll never find a fingerprint that is closer closer to a person's fingerprint. Right. Than their identical twins. So they're they're right. stupid similar. Right. And it, it makes um, sense, right? Because you but have a the same can still genetic information. You have the same genetic makeup, but there will be variations in fingerprints and the, like the very essence of a retina is just a group of capillaries that like circulate blood in the back of the eye. So for a right. network of blood capillaries to be exactly the same is impossible. So there will be a difference. And the reason I found that so incorrect, that sequence in the movie, is because they can identify that, hey, this is Tuesday's eye and it's not the other sister's 
but yet the society they live in, like no one's caught on during retinal scans or fingerprint analysis that there's seven different versions of this one person. That's that's what I had a problem with in this film. Do they do fingerprints and retinal scans in the movie? So, so fingerprints they didn't show in the movie, but just in a functioning society, like it's got it, it's should have been done at some point. Yeah, and I, I feel don't like, know, but like, but there, you've but got there the were wristband system. There were retinal scan systems. I feel there were a couple but, points where they had to look into somewhere to get past a point. Just just on their door. Yeah, that's what just I mean. Just on like their own apartment door. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I I don't have so much of an issue with that because I assume like in a government that has instituted this um this wristband system. We, yeah. It just kind of makes sense to me that they are leaning really hard into this system that they likely believe to be unhackable. But so oh, except but, for by Willem Dafoe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they have this bracelet system that they rely on that's apparently easily hacked and well but if, we don't but, we don't know what we don't know what grandpa dearest's <laughs> background is right true. like he, he could, could have be, been like yeah. but my CIA. my problem is is if they have a whole system of law enforcement like they're paying people salaries their pensions their WSIB claims like they have a whole system of employees that they pay that their only job is to hunt down siblings. And I feel you could, it's so much more efficient efficient to just have checkpoints that you say, hey, you have to do a retinal scan when you walk through. And it's just, it's so passive and it's so easy that you could easily weed out siblings. Yeah, but like COVID-19, man, you don't put your eye up to things. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's wrap this up with the second trivia question, which is the last. Right, we're doing trivia. Yeah. Okay. What is the largest number of identical siblings to be born and survive beyond infancy and potentially adulthood? So, um, so I looked this up as well, oh, um, and I, do, I don't, I didn't, I don't have an answer. Oh, okay, um, good. sorry, I didn't, I didn't look specifically that up, but sure. I did look up um, how common they are. Ooh. Okay. And this was really interesting because okay. it, 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 and I. I can't remember the numbers right now. Sure. Um, but it was something like um, identical twins mm. every hour. Okay. There's <laughs> every hour somewhere in the world, there's like 250 sets of identical twins born. Really? Which seemed super high to me. Well,. I guess, but when you break it down, I'm sure. And what got interesting one step further, because, mm-hmm. because, uh, yeah. So, so that was really interesting. Um, every three days, was it every three days? Yeah, every three days. Mm. And again, this number, like, there's a lot of people in the earth, and it's three days, and there's there so many babies born a day and stuff. But yeah. we, like, this number still seemed shockingly high to me. Sure. Every three days, there is a set of identical triplets born somewhere in the world. Really? Yeah. And that's that both of those numbers shocked me. Right. More so the triplets, I think. Right. I, um, yeah. But, but both were super fascinating. Sure. Sure. Um, but do you have an answer for the question? Ah, I mean, 
The article I was reading also talked about identical um, uh, quadruplets, mm. um, but didn't give any real hard facts on it. Right, right. Um, I want to say five. Sure. Um, so that you is- know, it, it, it talked, like, even even four, even though there were, like, there were no numbers for four, but I think four is exceedingly rare. Right. Um, and so I think five is darn near impossible, but maybe once. So... I, five is the answer, and the it's a famous set of quintuplets, the Dion quintuplets, who were born in Ontario, Canada, and they are the only set of identical quintuplets known to live into adulthood. And so there's obviously examples of more children being born at once, but not right, I think it's eight, identical. Isn't it? I think it's eight. I think eight is the of the non-identical twins. Right, but non-identical. So Right. And a number I found, which I was surprised at, but for context, I know we're talking about seven siblings in this film, but for quintuplets, for five, apparently they occurred naturally in one in every 55 million births, which, which is like, again, that's crazy small amount of numbers, but that's still higher than I'd expect. So... Just kind of extrapolating, I don't have a number, weeks. but just but just to have the statistical likelihood of having an additional two siblings born at once and all of them being identical would be probably earth, earth-shatteringly small. Oh, for sure. Obviously, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, how do you want to dive into this? I mean, I love this movie, so. Right. Be my guest. And need I say more? No, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts? Um, I want you, I want to give my thoughts kind of as a whole. So I'll refrain from saying yay, nay, booba, till you want me to actually like spill the beans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about the reasons I love this movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I mean, from a story standpoint, sure, it's something we haven't seen before. In okay, right. So yeah. it's 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 got familiar components, but the configuration of all of those components are are pretty fresh in terms of this movie. We haven't seen this before true yeah that's fair i would that's a very fair point that we've seen components but not in this combination right um i like that from a filmmaking standpoint Mm -hmm. this movie must have been a nightmare (laughs) um because one actress plays all seven sisters which is a kind of a kudos to her I mean, is it Naomi Rapace? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And she she plays, like, aside from the fact that they have they have made each sister a little bit physically different, whether it's, it, it's mostly hairstyle. Mm, um, they've given much. them all kind of different hair. Yep. Um, but she genuinely brings a different personality to each. 
Right. Right. So the yep. difference between uh, Thursday, which is the short-haired one, the one right. that kind of lives until the very end, mm-hmm. um, and someone like Friday, who is the quiet, timid computer mouse, right, is just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is two separate people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she executes that beautifully across seven different sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that acting is impeccable. Um, and then just from a, yeah, like there are shots, there are some shots where the sisters are heavily interacting with each other. Mm. Like, like physically interacting with each other. And it's right. it's just so well done. There's no like, oh, eh, there's a bit of a slip up visually there. No, it's like, it's just, it's super good right. visually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's a great twist. I mean, there's a couple of twists. There's the fact that Monday is the culprit. Yes. Um, Which is a twist. Oh, yeah. There's the fact that Monday's pregnant, and that's why she's done this. For me, a big twist, that was. Which is another big twist. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what I think is arguably the biggest twist... Okay. ...is the fact that these children are being incinerated instead of cryogenically frozen. Right. Huge twist. I would argue a huge twist. A film that friend of the show Daphne recommended to us, Soylent Green... That planted a seed in my mind from the beginning that I'm like, are they getting incinerated? Are they not? I'm not sure. So I was yeah. always curious. And when it happened, then it was still obviously shocking it, and horrible. When it does happen, it's horrifically shocking. Yes. Like it's yeah. a, it's a leave you speechless shocking. As you think of the numbers, like it's been. Right. It's been 20 damn years. Oh, if not longer, it's been like 25 longer. years. Yeah. Hundreds yeah. of thousands it's of very, children have been incinerated. Yeah, it's it's very horrible. Um, the the other thing that I like, and this this will sound strange. I, I mean, there's, there's very few characters in this. Uh, sorry, very few actors. It's a small cast. Yeah. And it doesn't feel that way for obvious reasons. Right. Be- yeah, because you've got seven characters <laughs> yeah. by one, you know, the ultimate, yeah. like, yeah. nutty professor Eddie Murphy yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I like that, and this this will sound strange. I hope. Okay, lay, lay it on me. I hope this is strange. I'm shooting well, for strange here. Okay. Uh, I like that so many of the sisters die. Mm. And... Okay. And I like it because of the emotional place that it takes me to, which is not a good emotional mm. place, but right. it's it's kind of, uh, I was thinking about this earlier today, and um, think, think to a movie with a really good fight scene. Sure. Where the hero okay. is just having it handed to them. Right. Things aren't going well our hero's way. Sure. And- you know, and there's one guy, a, a villain who's much stronger than they are, probably some sort of like enhanced superhuman, whatever. Sure. Who hits the hero and the hero falls down. 
and then mm. the hero goes to get up and like as they're pulling their head up the hero punches them or the villain punches them in the face again okay and then they kind of pull themselves up a bit and the the villain kicks them in the in the chest knocking them over again right and and sure. like can you picture what i mean like the villain or yeah. the hero keeps trying to get up and yeah. but they're just yeah. they're just like the villain's almost fighting dirty the villain's not allowing the hero to get up and like actually fight they're just like they keep going, taking cheap shots and sending them back down to the ground and just like going for the jugular and like no mercy and just doing right yeah i feel like that's me watching this film i feel like this <laughs> film keeps taking, okay. like just as i'm like yeah oh gosh like yeah. what what else they kill another sister and sometimes in like right. a you know, you've had a little bit of, uh, the sister's not going to make it. And so you have sure. a little bit of build. And then in other cases, it's the death happens so quickly and so unexpectedly mm. yeah. that you don't have time to prepare. You're just kind of hit with it. Right. Right. Like the one that gets shot while she's on, the blonde one who gets shot while she's on webcam. Yes. Yes. Um, what? And I, one specific scene where I thought this is going to happen was where the sister jumps out the window and they say, you, you'll brace yourself with the garbage chute and then, yeah. or the garbage bin, and then it's empty. And I really, I thought that would have been actually pretty cinematically unique and interesting. And I really thought that she was going to die. And I was like, are you kidding me? And, and but because they had been, I don't want to be rude, but they had been dropping like flies here and there that I, it, it wouldn't. I thought it was very reasonable that this person would have died because unfortunately they were getting hunted down. And it's, I think that's such a great shot because like the sound design when she hits the bottom of the bin. Right. It's just, it's such a like, oh, like you can almost feel the pain. You cringe. Yeah. Oh, it's very cringe. cringeworthy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are the reasons why I like this film. There's one thing I don't like. Okay. Um, okay. And that's, what I can only describe as the awkward sex scene. <laughs> and and I don't dislike it or think it's awkward because it's a sex scene. Sure. It's just an awkward scene. She just behaves right. very awkwardly. Um, I mean, for there's reasons for that, I suppose. Well, yeah. like So the fact that she's acting uncomfortably makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um but then she just kind of, it's like she forgets her objective and just leans into the scene. You know, like she she goes from, I don't actually know who this guy is who's who's been having <laughs> sex with one of my sisters, but he thinks right. I'm one of my sisters. Right. Um, and in reality, I've never slept with anyone before and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and But she's got to go on this minute. She's got to like sync up the bracelets. Right. Uh, and yeah. then she does that. She achieves that. Sure. Um, but by that point, she's like, she's all in with this, right. with this encounter with this guy. And she's like, you know, do me or something, whatever she says. <laughs> um, and it's just awkward. And it, right. it seems like, you know, um, pardon the pun, mm -hmm. but quit screwing around. Like, what do you, <laughs> like, you know, there's stuff going on. Now's not the time for this to be sleeping well, with your sister's guy. Yeah, I don't right? know. So, I, yeah, who who's to say? I suppose. 
But yeah, so that's that's kind of my feelings for it in a nutshell. Okay. I want to I want to take you on a pathway what my general thoughts are on this film. So I want to just state state from the beginning, I don't hate it. I think it's a middle of the road film for me. And this is why. And I'm going to We talked about that there are two titles, Seven Sisters, What Happened to Monday. I would agree that what happened to Monday, I think, is what the title should be. And that's what I think kind of set me up. And I want to make a side note. All of that I'm going to say is very subjective. It's just the way I perceived the film. So I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm not saying it's a middle-of-the-road film. It's just how I perceived the film. So where I kind of went off the rails is when it no longer became the title of the film. What happened to Monday? Because if the premise had actually stayed with the title, I I would have personally enjoyed it more. And I found it surprising that we were only about a quarter or even a third of the way through the film. And at the time, we find out what we think happened to Monday. And we know for a fact she was taken to that city center and more is revealed later on. But I think the reason I found this disappointing just for me personally is I would have been a little bit more intrigued with the thought of a story if the sisters had to do like a step-by-step mystery of unwrapping what happened to Monday and retracing her footsteps with all the twists and turns that we get instead of just saying, yep, she's dead. So it's so it's Tuesday. Let, let the hunt begin to the sisters. And that's just me personally. And I essentially I think it just boils down to, I would have preferred a film set in the future as a sci-fi action, or sorry, as a mystery film versus just a f- sci-fi action premise. That's just me personally. That's fair. And I, I mean, I can't, I won't argue against that in mm-hmm. in any way, right? Like, I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's the movie I would have preferred. For sure. Um, but, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to proceed to tell you that you're wrong in saying that that's the movie you would have preferred, <laughs> I, I'm going to fall short pretty quick here. That's a, that's a conversation for off, off the mic. Um, so yeah, just, just in general, other than what I said, there's some things that I just can't quite put my finger on why I didn't like it more than I did. I ultimately just feel I wasn't personally invested in each of the different sisters just because I personally found their, I just kind of at times found them blending. Not, I know they were very different, but I couldn't get an emotional connection with each one just because there's so many, there's so much going on. And because I didn't find that connection with them, I was just never really, never really drawn into the danger they faced. So there wasn't enough, I guess I wasn't really worried as much as maybe you were that they were going to be killed and that, they might not all survive. And in kind of nickel and dime terms here, as long as one survived and the person of Karen lived, I probably would have been satisfied. I um, I do find, like I, I do pick up on the blending. And I do, yeah, yeah. I would say there's so many of them at the beginning. Right. That, um, especially when they're in, like when they're, when they're dressed up as Karen Setman, okay. Yeah, you struggle to tell which is which. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is, which is cool because that was their like goal achieved, right? Like that—that that was the point. That's is the that point. 
yeah. that they become the same person when they're um but I do agree that like as the film progresses uh it's easier to become attached right, right. so you, so yep. so you'd be more attached to um fry you know by the time friday sacrifices herself right right um that that's a that's something that's a lot easier to feel a, an emotional attachment to right than say when sunday dies in the apartment after after the soldiers are sent in after, right yeah because right? at that point you're like i just don't yeah. i just don't know everybody yet yeah. You know, I yeah. like I don't, you know, okay, it's just another another sister. Right. Yeah. So I guess kind of continuing just the reason or because I wasn't emotionally invested in them, I just felt some of the action sequences were longer and longer than they needed to be for me personally. And I'm going to come back to it again, but I would have personally been more drawn into this story if there was no governing body chasing them and just the siblings felt just an inherent kind of general danger of being found and feared going in public and just the siblings were one at a time uncovering the mystery of Monday retracing her steps uncovering the mystery and I feel that you could have had the same twists and conclusions in the surprising fashion of the actual movie but that's just me personally and that's interesting because like to me um like I think I would also be interested in that movie um right. yep but to me that's a entirely different film oh for sure for like sure. that changes everything that this film you know that's right. so that's interesting right the one the real kicker uh, i i'm having trouble always knowing exactly why the film itself didn't pop out on this from the screen to my eyes but i know a reason of why there was something in my mind when I watched this film that really kind of I was comparing it and maybe maybe nitpicking and it's it's that it, have you seen the 2006 film Children of Men? Uh, no. So the reason I think I don't or I didn't appreciate Seven Sisters as much is because I've seen this film and to me in my opinion it's a very strong film I, it's a film I enjoyed more and Rotten Tomatoes would agree, but, and it has Clive Owen, Julianne Moore, Michael Caine. It's, it's, I would say it's a bit more well known and that's not the reason I like it more, but it's just, it's kind of delved into this subject prior to me seeing Seven Sisters. So it's the concept of a future dystopian society and society issues with child reproduction. And it just for some various reasons, I was more drawn into this film of Children of Men. So when I was watching Seven Sisters, which obviously is very different as far as the actual details, but because it deals with the same kind of dystopian society and the child-rearing problem, I was definitely making comparisons to a film that I liked better. So, which arguably is unfair to just watch a film and compare it, but because they're so very unique films, I couldn't help but bounce back and forth. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, I can't argue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I, you know me, I, I have to nitpick. Uh, so that, that, those are my just general thoughts. I have I'm, a couple, well, I want to go through some flaws and some comments. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pete, was it? <laughs> you know me. I'm the guy who says, you know, 
hey, that scene's inaccurate because that truck has a Hemi in it instead of just a normal engine, so it's false and inaccurate. I, I've, I've got to go through some, fl- through some flaws, yeah, l- and I want... Literally, for those of you who are... Who, uh... Haven't listened to all of our episodes or half mm. of them or one of them or whatever. Sure. Uh, this is the part of the show where I ask Pete, um, <laughs> what, you know, what do you think of this really heartfelt plot line that, you know, kind of, you know, just pulls you in? And Pete goes, <laughs> what do I think about it? What do I think about it? I think that's not where you would put a light switch. And that's. <laughs> so two things. Just kind of makes the whole film seem un- unlikely. One, in self-defense, there are incidents, or, uh, there have been situations where you've had nitpicky things, like with the episode of Us, you had some flaws. I would say Us, oh, for sure. But I would also say that the, for every, um, <laughs> for every nitpicky thing that I had about Us, I also right. had a fundamentally movie-breaking problem with it um that you as a fan chose to overlook which is fine potentially but you were like you're like yeah i can see how that's a big issue with this film but i'm gonna choose not to let that ruin it for me and i'm like okay that's cool that's fine i'm not gonna agree or disagree i'm just gonna say okay I, what I will say is I have been taking some heat for not s- suspending my disbelief, but I'm still going to go ahead with this list. From I Not from you, just from like other listeners. I wouldn't want anything <laughs> else from you. So we touched on this a bit in trivia, but just the fact that this super high-tech society just can't in like enforce fingerprinting and retinal scans to absolutely just weed out siblings, that is problematic to me, for starters. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I, if they had show, actually shown us mm-hmm. them using retinal or fingerprint, then I think I'd be able to agree with you. But I yes. think the only time the government ever uses identification is through that wristband, right? But but I'm just saying that's a flaw. You got you got to you got to use the technology you've got. I mean, if you have a CT scan, you shouldn't assess people for certain conditions by just like you know throwing a rock at them and being like, it sounds hollow. You're good. All right. Well, then I'll tell you what. <laughs> In six months' time, okay. when we reach a future very similar to that of the film, okay. and <laughs> everyone has to go through <laughs> checkpoints on their yeah. way to work, sure. um, when people when people go online and um, troll <laughs> the internet and... Right act all big behind their keyboard and say, mm-hmm. why is it that if I have to wear this stupid wristband that they're <laughs> also going to use retinal and because there's there's like 30 people in the line and it takes forever and this is bullshit. I will say because, because Peter <laughs> likes to be thorough. Right. And doesn't I'm think... I'm sorry, future people. Yeah, and doesn't think that a a highly intelligent, probably 5G enabled. <laughs> so if you don't like 5G, then just, you know, shove it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, wristband is not good enough. Right. That's that's Pete's I, I mean, I think the film itself showed us that that wristband had kinks in the system. There were, there were breaking points. 
It's will you never you never bet against Willem Dafoe. That's I think <laughs> that's, that's true. the takeaway of every Willem Dafoe film. If it was someone Dafoe else film. hacking it, I feel like that's valid. But if it's Willem Dafoe, all bets are off. Even even in even in um, oh um, <laughs> Fault in Our Stars. Even when he's an asshole foreign author mm. who no, I've not seen you know yeah. drinks too much. Mm. Oh really? No. Hmm. So okay. So my next if this isn't a flaw, it's more just maybe an ob it's an observation that i think could is an indication of something that could have been problematic in the raising of these children so in the film i say sarcastically i like how the raising of the children from age of birth to approximately age four or five or six is just skipped completely and i just want to know how wilhelm defoe dealt with hiding like seven screaming tantrum prone children unable to follow instruction went because it just kind of skipped to an age where he's like all right children let's practice hiding and they obediently hid all their toys and went in the cupboard and everything was fine yeah i i think pharmaceuticals i think (laughs) i think there was probably you know like if you especially with a kid you know like their metabolism is you heavily medicate a child (laughs) and they become pretty compliant yeah, I guess they had Benadryl in the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it tri- like triamenic hadn't been outlawed or right. whatever in this, right. this alternate universe. The next one is just how was he able to acquire seven times the amount of food, diapers, clothing for raising seven times the children he was supposed to be legally without raising a few eyebrows? Yeah, I think pharmaceuticals. I think <laughs> that's not. <laughs> You no. can get like multivitamins that are highly that and like Cliff Bars, right? Mm. Like you could, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think you could get away with it for sure. Sure. Right? And um, this, this is the know, last fish point. heads and whatnot. Yeah, this is the last point. I'm not even going to label it as a flaw. I just think it's something where I have to personally suspend my disbelief and just go with it for the sake of having an interesting story. But just whoa! You mean almost like it's a film, <laughs> almost like like wait no, this was a you're, documentary. You're about you're about to treat this like a piece of fiction. Just just the that point. might give it that might give the film a chance. Are you <laughs> sure you want to do that? Well, it's just not really. I I'm I, that's it. All gloves are off. It's, it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like your <laughs> your your jam. Yeah. To be like you know what it's a you know it's a film. Yeah. It's just a film. Just the issue of the communication being communication is so key in any facet of life, and I just find it like the girls could share their film footage of the day to kind of keep each other up to speed, but. I mean, do they literally have to sit there and watch watch eight hours of footage? Because, I mean, there are things that I forget to communicate with the people that I live with, work with, etc. And then I'll realize, crap, I forgot to tell so-and-so to get tomatoes at the market. And, you know, when you're buying tomatoes at the market, nothing's on the line. But when you're a sibling out in the community on your one day a week and you realize that you shouldn't do something or else you're going to get shot, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, no, I'd say it's the highlight reel. I would say it's, okay. you know, like you come home from school and right. y- you don't really need to tell each other that, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's, 
it's um you don't need to tell each other that oh i i drew this picture in art class today because that doesn't you right. know really no one but cares. if you're like oh no I, I you know our biology teacher mrs hendershot i flipped her off that's <laughs> a, like that's something if there's consequences that the other one's going to be dealing with moving forward uh, um i'm not know, sure what I, was I held a mailman at gunpoint. <laughs> this may be an issue moving forward. <laughs> I'm not sure that's, what was more the type of thing. surprising to me. The flipping the teacher off or like the name Mrs. Hendershot? That was my grade seven <laughs> and grade eight gym teacher. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, How emotionally challenging for you is the scene where... Thursday uh, has the the skateboarding accident and loses the tip of her finger, and mm. Willem Dafoe has to take a cleaver, right, and yeah. Um, yeah, make the finger of his other seven children match. So, just if you break it down and just forget that you're watching a film and just pretend that you're a fly on the wall in that scene, that is horrendous, and. Obviously, his hands are tied. Like he, I, I've not oh, yeah. given this you much. Have to. I've, I've not given him this much thought, but I can't think of an alternative solution other than that child is locked at home forever, and everyone else lives their life. So, you kind of have to. It, it's oh, pretty, absolutely. pretty gripping for sure. It's yeah. also of note. It is a kind of a rip off from the Prestige. Uh, it is, but. On a different, like the prestige, that's an interesting plot point. It's kind of like a big reveal. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's not like an emotional. No. It's, it's not some crazy hardship that no. someone has to endure. No. I just had to mention it because it's the prestige and I love that film. But you're right. It's far more of an emotional point in this film. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I A couple, I, I want to run through just the only things I want to talk about. I really want to talk about, I want to make a statement for one and the other, I really want your opinion on, and maybe it's just a very simple yes, no, that, the other, but I am wondering if, I'm just wondering what you would do in this situation. So I, th I just, I am fascinated the, of the concept of if they had been able to do something beyond just surviving and masquerading as the seven siblings as one human being. And just imagining the potential of the ability of like seven people working to make mankind better in some way. Like you could literally focus so many hours to a sole task or field and you could like, whether it's technology that you focused on or medical research, like you could just literally sevenfold increase, increase the normal production of one human being and, uh, if you if you chose what focus to do, you could really make some make a difference. But the thing I want you right, but then that would draw you into the spotlight. I guess, but you could just like right, pass. like how how much more innocuous can you get than a banker? What what I think yeah. is is a bigger flaw. Uh, and is just I just want to stop you there. I I don't think it's a flaw. Like I'm just saying conceptually, if this was a real human being. Right. Well, no, but something I do think that is a flaw oh, okay, is okay. that, um, you know, like like you would choose banker because it's fairly innocuous. Right. Sure. But would you then, 
ever risk moving past bank teller? Like, would you mm. be the one kind of gunning for this big promotion? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, why are you drawing attention to yourself? Yeah, fair. My question to you is, what would Wilhelm Defoe have done if, so there are the seven siblings, and we talked about statistically, it's more likely that not all would be identical. But for the sake of the story, it's more interesting, obviously. But I'm just wondering if what Wilhelm, Wilhelm Defoe would have done, or specifically, what would you do if, say, they weren't all identical? Like, if, say, two weren't identical, like, is your only oh, option screwed. then, like, some kids just have to live in the apartment and never leave the house if some children aren't identical? Like, what do you do? I don't know. I think the whole, like, I don't know if in that situation, if there's a, a really a plan that you pursue or not. Yeah. Right. Or if it's just awful and your kids are going to get frozen. Oh. Yeah. AKA murdered. Because, yeah, like, I know this is the point of the story, but just it was lucky that they were identical because it, I feel like there would be some very difficult decisions as a human being to decide what do you do if some or one or a few aren't identical. So, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, something this movie taught me. Okay. Which I think I already knew, but it okay. reaffirmed for me. I don't know by your tone if you're being being serious or not. No, I'm being I'm being super serious. Okay, okay. Yep. I'm being like like monkey throwing feces at your brand new Tesla serious. Um, I don't know what that, that No, that'd be ser- that'd be a serious situation. You'd be like, "Oh, s- stop." Right. Monkey. Okay, yeah. This is my new Tesla. Yeah. Okay. Proceed. Um, Proceed. Uh I I I don't think I ever want Glenn Close to play anything other than a villain. Hmm. She's so good. Like, I I got less maniacal, but I got, like, Cruella DeVille vibes. I got, like, just this, like, she just, she plays bad so good. Right. Right. No, I, I so, yeah. have nothing to say about that. That's That's very true. Yeah. Any anywhere else you want to go with this, or I just we... want to know what you give it on a scale of one to ten. Cool. So I'm starting that's, something. That's the whole reason I'm here, and it's taken me 58 minutes <laughs> to get to it. So I'm starting so... something new. I'm continuing using my old movie rating scale, but I'm also using Marshall's new scale, and I'm kind of going to try them both for a little bit, and then decide whether just to drop mine completely or what I'm going to do. So I'm, I'm in limbo. Oh, sure. For... Why? Yeah. Why not? Like you're entitled to twice the airtime. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Go for it. So they, seems, they came very close proper. on the grading scale. So it's going to be real quick actually, but my scale, I gave it a 4.4 out of 10. And with Marshall's scale, wow. I gave it a five out of 10. So... I like Marshall's scale better. That's low. <laughs> it is now uh, just, I'm just to stick with Marshall scale. Marshall scale reflected it a bit more that five isn't bad. It's just middle of the road. Wow. So okay. one is just absolutely terrible. 10 is perfection. It's being somewhere in the middle is nothing bad. It's just not that I'd buy the DVD and put it on my shelf. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What would you give it out of 10? 
Um, I would give it a 7.4. Cool. Um, and I think it'd be a lot higher uh, without that awkward sex scene. Sure. Yeah, you, you didn't seem Which to again like is it. not like, you know, there was definitely a way to do a sex scene and not have it be awkward. Sure. Um, and yeah. it wasn't the fact that we see nudity. It wasn't like none of that bothered me. It was no. just, it was just an awkward scene. Right. Yeah. Right. It was like, oh, it, it seemed like a weird decision story wise. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Maybe. I, yeah. I think your opinion's fair. Thank you. I, <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. So what'd you watch this week? So. I watched if a- it felt like a, a, you know, I don't know. It was an awkward pause. There was. Uh, so I watched, there was like a whole backlog of films that you had recommended to me that I just needed to get around to view. So you had the a first whole list. There was literally a list. So the first you, I watched you had was like half of IMDb. <laughs> He's not I'll be joking. really impressed if you achieved it. He's not joking. The first film that I watched was Doolittle, the 2020 R. Robert Downey Jr. film. It was right. beyond beyond awful. It's like, so bad. Nothing it, about it is good. Oh, like it, it just carried too many storylines. It was spread too thin. Like it's about a fantastical vet. It's about finding some magical tree. It's about this veterinarian taking on an apprentice. Like it was just too much stuff that I did not care about that wasn't delved into. The The relationships are flat. The connection to the film at all was non-existent. Like non-existent. I, I literally- I would fi- rather I would rather watch Lost in Translation. Bless you, my boy. Uh, that was I mean, hundred percent serious. My no, like that was literally one of my questions here. Was do you admit that you finally found something worse than Lost in Translation? I think it. I think it's the only film I can name <laughs> that is worse than Lost in Translation. The, it was at the point when I watched the eight, literally eight minutes of credits, and I felt poor. I felt bad for those poor souls who were involved with that. I like. I mean, yes and no. Like. Yeah, I mean, yes. However, there are some people who this will be the biggest film that they ever work on. Yeah. And that's still pretty cool. That's actually still made a studio film with Robert Downey. I never feel bad for anyone in, you know, like I I still think it's. Yeah, that's that's actually true. If I I I, had made it to the point in my career that I was involved with a major motion picture, I'll I'll take that a step back. I felt felt embarrassed for some of the main ticket actors in this film, thinking, why are you doing... Like, you should not be here. I will say that. I guess, but I've always thought, like, you know, the Rebecca Black Friday thing. Sure. Remember that song? Oh, it's my ringtone. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh, she's so, you know, uh, and they were like so quick to jump all over her. Sure. And my thought, my response was always, yeah, but she's way more famous than you will ever be. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, she's always, she, like, yes, it's a bad song. Sure. But she's still more successful than you are. Well, not, mm, you're blending things, success and being well known. Uh, I think she's got a 
I don't know. She got a shit ton of cash, is my guess. Yeah, but and again, she went on to make some other when stuff. When you look in the mirror, you have all this cash, but how did you get it? It's kind of like blood money. Which there's nothing wrong with. Right. No, here's the... Fr- I, I do have a problem with this. This was a film that kept Robert Downey Jr. from making another Sherlock, so it is right. sin in my eyes. And for that reason, if I could embody Robert Downey Jr. for the day of the premiere of Doolittle, I would have skipped the premiere even if I just sat at Pizza Hut by myself. It would have been better going than going to the premiere. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I gave it a 1.6 out of 10. I oh, and with Marshalls it was a two, so it was pretty close. I would not watch this at the cottage if there was no Wi-Fi and it was pouring rain outside and a lightning storm. I would still not watch it. Just couldn't, can't. That's. I feel like Marshalls. I what I'm learning is Marshalls scale is more lenient than yours. Mm, so far. So, uh, ooh, I'm looking at the movies I ranked, and it's it's true so far. Another film. I mean, I... Okay, sorry, I need to interject here. Yeah, sure. Rebecca Black is 22 years old, and she's worth 1.5 million dollars. Sure. Okay. That's success. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we're delving into a bigger idea of like what success is, and if I, I'm not, I, I'm not going to try and be those people that you're talking about that hate on her. I'm not, I'm not going to be that, but. Uh, if she enjoys what she did, then all the power to her. And if she had fun while she did it, then all the power to her. But if she didn't... I think what you're trying to say is there's more to life than money, and I... I... <laughs> you're, not, you're not picking it I up. Think it, I, I, th- I think... I think if you don't... If by the time you're mid-20s, you don't have over a million dollars and you're worthless... <laughs> <laughs> should be a shame. So I'm just going to probably s- give up. I'm just going to skip away from that. I watched a, a horror film on Netflix this week. Like quit your job, probably probably <laughs> delete your Facebook account. Just stop. Cuz you're not just worth it. Just stop trying, right? I yeah. I watched a horror film this week. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, we've already talked about Doolittle. So you watched another <laughs> terrifying film. I did. It was. It wasn't the best. So this is strange. Uh, it, what's that? This is so strange. It is. I, I, I'm being blindsided. I only watched it because I was watching it with someone remotely, so I wouldn't have watched it on my own. But it was. It wasn't a good film. It was. It had an interesting premise that, underlyingly, is terrifying and could have been a bit more terrifying. But it was. It was a. It's called The Influence. It's on Netflix. It was. I think it's a Spanish film that's been dubbed over in English. And okay, I was I'm not say, sure if were it's they just... speaking Spanish because that's what's that. I was going to say, are they were they speaking Spanish because that's usually a a pretty good tip. They off. weren't speaking Spanish, but it's a film from Spain, and the voice and the mouths were the English speaking voices and the mouths were not in sync. Ooh, yeah, it's my so favorite kind. It, 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 I don't know if it was just being a foreign film or just it wasn't a good film in general, but like it was just the story didn't move along and it was not really remarkable. So, wouldn't recommend it. But I am surprised I sat through the whole thing just because there were terrifying elements. The final thing I watched this week is another recommendation of yours that I had okay. to watch, and it was the 1997 Tommy Lee Jones Volcano. Mm. and 
I was told you I was excited to watch it because I had seen it as a child and it was on my to-do list to rewatch because I wanted to revisit this. And I, <laughs> when I finished the film, I realized this is not the movie I saw as a kid. Ooh, interesting. So this <laughs> so, was a new thing for you. It was brand new. So uh, my general thoughts, and this is in all seriousness, this is something I could not be more serious about. Okay? Okay. Just This is like... This, Just, this this pretty much trumps your wedding vows. I, this is like it comes dang close. Okay, it just isn't a movie about L.A., Los Angeles, without Randy Newman's masterpiece. I love L.A. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I I got partway through this film and I'm like I haven't heard this song yet. We're in L.A. What is happening? And then right. when it rolled through the end credits or near the end credits, I was like, it's about time. Point for you, boy. That's amazing. It's amazing that you knew it was going to be there. Yeah. Um, I, and I, we talked about this a little off the, the microphone. I, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I mean this in a good way. It's another I think feature. you're being f- misleading to the people. There is no off the microphone. <laughs> Another we're like we're like your school teachers. When you're not there, <laughs> we just kind of hunch over at the desk and we wait <laughs> for the next opportunity to Teach. talk about yeah. movies. Yeah. Um this is another feature film where the premise can be explained is literally Tommy Lee Jones yelling at people. So while he makes eggs, he yells at people. While he's at work, he yells at people. While he saves lives, he's yelling at people. While he tells people to move rubble and demolish things, he's yelling at people. But that's good. I feel I feel we need more of those films. Um, I I I enjoyed it. I gave it a I gave it a five out of ten. Four point four on my scale or five on Marshall's. It was an okay film. I, I, you know, it is what it is. It's a 90s kind of thriller action disaster film. Um, there are better 1997 disaster films. Titanic. Uh, but did you notice all the faces that were in this film? Before, like, it was a bunch of actors that were not quite famous yet, but were in this film. So it was like the husband from My Big Fat Greek Wedding... A dude that yeah. gets eaten by a like a T Rex in Jurassic Park two, Ocean's Eleven. Don Cheadle was in this. Don Cheadle. What do you mean Ocean's Eleven? He's in the MCU. He's he's War Machine. Mm, I guess he's he he was more he was in Ocean's Eleven before for me. And right, the, but more iconic as you're not wrong, Colonel Rhodes. You're not wrong, but in in my in my book, he's the dude from Ocean's Eleven. And did you notice the John Carroll Lynch, the angry dad from Crazy Stupid Love, was in this film? Uh, I did notice, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, fun film. Um, there were some CGI moments that I thought were a little janky, and I get that it's 1997, but overall, the CGI wasn't horrible, and it's just a fun Tommy Lee Jones film. I don't know what I would do in this situation. Like you asked me, what do you do in this situation? I don't know. Like what a it's chaotic. It's just... it's monumental damage that's happening. Yeah, and the and yeah. the visuals are so good. Like I just that's the thing that gets me mm-hmm. is for 1997. It's what what they're trying to bite off is less gargantuan than Titanic did. Um, right, but they come just—they come pretty close to executing just as well. Sure, 
Yep. Like there's there's scenes where there's magma just like flowing through the streets, and it it that's what it looks like. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, I, it's it's just a fun, senseless disaster movie. Right. So my recommendation to you this week is, I lied, that Volcano wasn't the last film I watched. I watched, I finally did some research and found out what the film was that I saw as a kid. Because I was I'm just... really glad because I wasn't looking forward to watching your shitty Netflix <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, those are the, you know, you're like, I watched... I watched Doolittle, and then I watched some crap that wasn't worth it, and just, then the final film I watched was your other recommendation. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking to myself, great. The, the Netflix film, Wonderful. the horror film, like the the opening two minutes of credits was like a montage of tra- like tarantulas shedding their skin. Like it was, it was a weird combo of just horrifying the film in general, but also just bad. So yeah, I would not recommend yeah, that. Typical to you. Saturday night. Just another Saturday night. So. The film that I watched as a kid was also from 1997. So 1997 in film was a huge obsession with disaster. So there was Volcano, so Titanic. weird then that you were that close to... It was so close. You know, and weird. So I remember... That's, that's like some supernatural movie <laughs> thing. I don't know. Continue. So yeah, I remember seeing this movie as a kid. And I remember like, oh, just... I was at Roger's video which was like Blockbuster, but just Rogers. And it was with some friends. I didn't know that was a thing. It was. I don't know. Did they have have free popcorn like Jumbo did? I wish, but no. No. And we were like with one of the friend's parents, and we were going through the aisles deciding what to watch. And I remember like this store clerk who at the time was probably just a teenager, but he seemed like a grown-ass person to me. And we picked this movie off the shelf and the, the work, like the clerk, like pointed at me and said to the parent, like, yeah, I think he can watch it, but not everyone else because I was just freakishly tall for my age. So he assumed I was like not a kid. But Pete's a leading example that height and maturity um, <laughs> are not they aren't necessarily linked. Mutually exclusive is the. Yeah. Uh, Completely unconnected. Yeah. So be my... my film to you is actually very similar to Volcano. And I personally, personally... Oh, good. Thanks, in... thanks for switching things up a bit, man. No, dude. You, you have to watch this. After seeing Volcano, you need to watch this. So it's a film with Linda Hamilton and Pierce Brosnan. And... Titanic meets <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Not Titanic, Terminator. Terminator. Titanic. It's going to Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's in Mrs. Doubtfire. I know, but that's not like what I would, that's not the first film I'd jump to when I think Pierce Brosnan. But that's, what's the first film you ever saw that had Pierce Brosnan in it? That's not, that's true. That might there be true. There you go. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's your that's your Pierce Brosnan deflowering movie. <laughs> so here's the thing: the film is called. It's 1997. It's called Dante's Peak. I'm recommending it because I personally, just me, I enjoyed it more than Volcano, just because it's it's has a very similar premise of just chaos and horrible things happening, but it's less solely based on the action. You get a bit of an increased focus on the characters and character relationships. And it's just a bit more of a gradual build towards the ultimate problem, the climactic, you know, situation. But also just Pierce Brosnan is just a boss in this movie. 
And it's also like a 1990s, very heavily laced film for obvious reasons. Like he's wearing jean pants and a jean jacket and it doesn't get more 90s than that. So for me, it was fun watching a 90s film just as a treat, aside from the disaster portion. And that's my recommendation to you. I want your opinion. I do know that that film exists. I haven't seen it. Cool. I, I yeah. Like I know, I know of it. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to say which film do you like better, Volcano or Dante's Peak. But I just want to you. I want you to tell me if you enjoy Dante's Peak or not. I'm really intrigued by the title because it's it's obviously a reference to Dante's Inferno for sure, which is a very famous renaissance period painting of you, like a depiction of hell yeah i'm not sure the right like like the time 11 frame. layers or nine layers of hell or something yeah um, and so obviously that is fire coming from within the earth hellfire type that's that's obviously what the title is referring to and oh, so that's cool that's a cool name 100 percent. yeah yeah uh what did you watch this week uh, you told me I didn't have to, but I watched a movie called uh, The Girl with the Horse's Face or something. Oh, no, Horse I watched a Girl. Movie called Horse Girl. Right. Um, and I still think that Lost in Translation is worse. Um, it was, I mean, it's, it's my, Horse Girl was my type of movie. Sure. Okay. It's a weird freaking movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I like that about movies. Sure. I like, you know what, as much as I love a good biopic, like I love Walk the Line. I really liked Bohemian Rhapsody. Not as much as Walk the Line. Walk the Line's, you know, really up there for me. Oh, um, yeah. That's, yeah. As as much as I enjoy that, there is part of me uh, the rest of the time that thinks, you know what, if you're going to make a movie, if you're going to tell me a story using this medium, mm-hmm. do something ridiculous right do something that you can only do in this format of storytelling sure yeah right yep um which which i mean harkens back to is one of the reasons why i really like what happened to monday Mm. right if if you're going to tell me a story add something fantastical to it change something about reality for me yes yeah um and you know do something strange and so i yeah, Horse Girl's my type of movie, um, but I didn't really like it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I I think, um, I think they they set out to make a really weird movie. Oh yeah. As opposed to making a movie that had something weird about it. Um, fair. Yeah. Right. So movies that I really like, movies that I would say give you the same sort of vibe. Like I really like Donnie Darko. Oh, I've not seen it. Okay, um, I'm trying to think of another film that kind of fits into that, you know, <laughs> Sorry, just a strange, yeah. no, that's fine, but like, um, you know, anyways, I, I like strange films. Oh, yeah. Um, Nightcrawler, you enjoyed I, Nightcrawler. Yeah, I enjoyed Nightcrawler. I just felt like this film set out to be really weird. Sure. And was constantly, was constantly afraid of of not hitting that bar and so kept trying to like like I feel like all you know 
the director would watch the dailies and be like, <laughs> okay, that's good, but tomorrow <laughs> let's make it a little weirder. Like let's right. let's really lean into this. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and to me, to me, yeah, it felt that way. It felt like they had a weird concept. Sure. That they weren't confident enough in. Mm. And so then they kept making it like they kept layering layering in weird in order to not be it's like they were afraid of the film not being weird enough right and you know last week when i when i talked about it i think i was a little more undecided about whether i liked it or not and i think what you're saying is fair i'm not even sure how i feel about that because i might even agree with it i think what i'm going to say is i did enjoy horse girl i found it fascinating I specifically, I mentioned this last week, it's to me a mixture of Shutter Island and Joker in that it's a mystery, you're not sure what's real. And also from the Joker aspect, like it's it's portraying something that are certain people's, that is their reality because they're not always sure what is right, what is real. They have hallucinations, like there are some mental conditions that it's unfortunately their reality. And that's why it's uncomfortable for me because I feel... Uh, uh, an, an uneasiness watching this kind of like I did Joker but I really enjoyed it because I feel like there was a lot to chew on because I feel like there were two very distinct possibilities of what happened in the film that you're left with at the end and I just I keep teetering back and forth to which I think is actually the case and I, I just find that fun in a film that there's some ambiguity to it that you you can kind of debate it both ways. You're not even really sure which it leaves you with, and it has kind of an open slate. But I can understand. I'm not even sure that's my kind of movie. I can appreciate that it is maybe your kind of movie that you didn't enjoy it. That's that's completely fair. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for understanding me. <laughs> um, the other one I watched... Um, as my recommendation to you, I st- I did something weird. Okay. I do, okay. Okay. I did something I don't do, mm. which was start a film and didn't finish it. Oh, just as a side, um, like so you 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 like that is typically something you do not do. Like if you started, I don't do. Like I I I like watching films from start to finish. Like right. I like I don't like pausing and coming back to a film. No, no, I no, no, no. That's that's your kind. That's your flavor of bs it's i wouldn't say it's my flavor it's just my reality right now unfortunately just right as a human just as a human yeah right um and it's a movie i intend on returning to and so i'm not going to count this as a film that i watched and i'm not going to recommend it to you oh um but i will tell you that i'm in the middle of watching Jumanji the next level oh which is like the new right um, I just I started it way too late I worked early hey. I had worked a lot that like I was yeah. dozing off oh yeah um, you don't want to, you want to give it its fair chance I wanted to give it its full thing yep. I will say from what I've seen okay, okay. It's, it's pretty good I still don't know oh. where I fall in in my opinion of this new Jumanji universe okay okay um but from what I from what I saw, it was like it, it was making me laugh a couple of times. Interesting. Um, the Interesting. film the film I did watch from okay. start to finish though. So so just and to it clarify, is my recommendation just to clarify, to Jumanji, Jumanji, not the recommendation. Recommendation, the recommendation is coming up. Yes. Okay. Um, this is a movie that, um, I th- I think I really liked it. I definitely liked it. Okay. I don't okay. know if I really liked it. Sure. Um, but I would you know 
I haven't really scored it, but it's definitely a 6.5 or higher. That's fair. That's a good start. Um, and what fascinates me is this movie, even though it is a movie I hadn't seen, it's a iteration of a property that I adore. Hmm. And so this film had a lot to live up to. This film had everything working against it going in. My expectations, my standards were very high. Hmm. I'm generally curious. And I could have loved it more, but I I could have hated it way more. Okay. Um and ultimately I really liked it, I think. Hmm. I think I really liked it. I liked it. Okay. I don't know if I really liked it. I, I, I'm um, so curious. The film I'm talking about okay. is the new, I don't know if it's 2019 or if it was 2020. It's kind of, mm. hmm. hmm. Let me look this up. All right. It's please. important to me. You, you, I want you to, to lay an accurate foundation here because it really um, will. While I'm, while I'm looking it up, it's something. did you ever, as a kid, um, did you ever go to jump? Did you ever go rent a movie at Jumbo Video or a video game or something? Because yes. I think they did video games for a while. Yeah. Did you ever go do it just like? Did you ever go to rent something just to get yourself a good bag of popcorn? Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna say no. No, me neither. Yeah. Uh, so 2019. <laughs> Yeah, okay, continue. Um, is a movie that has Finn Wolfhard in it. Oh, Finn, yes. Finn, let me just stall while I Google who that is. It, the, the Stranger Things and It kid? Oh, that kid. Yeah, okay. Oh, that kid. So what film is this? I'm trying to piece together. Uh, it has Charlize Theron in it. Okay, okay. Who, who how can you not love? Yeah, you can't love her if you don't know who she is. Seriously, look up Charlize Theron. Yeah, she yeah. was yeah. she was Mighty Joe Young. Oh yes, of course. She's yep. the yeah. other angel in Hitchcock. Yes, I wouldn't say like I'm on the fanboy club, but she's respectable as an actor. She's yeah. just I think I'm not the type of guy to have like you know the list of five or something. Sure. You know, the the ones where it's like, yes, I'm in a married, committed relationship, mm-hmm. but if I ever get a chance with these five actresses or whatever, you know, sure. I'm not that type of guy. Yep. If I was that type of guy, I'm pretty sure she would be on that list hmm. for me. Fair. Okay. I think she's, yeah. Um, Chloe Grace Mor- Mor- Moretz? Yep. Mor- do you Mor- know who that is? Moretz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she's the, uh, kick the kick-ass. Ass. Kick-ass girl. Yep. Oscar Isaacs. Oh, What? What do you for Oscar film? Isaac? What I guess. film is this? Uh, Nick Kroll. Do you know who Nick Kroll is? No. He's um he's in Big Mouth. He was in. Uh, he's just a comedian. He's he's not a super big comedic actor. Oh, I I'm yeah I, I recognize his face. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Yo, who does obviously? Martin Short. What the heck movie is this? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay, is it an animated film? Because 
It has to be an animated film with this many. But how, like, it is. But how badly right now do you want it not to be? How badly do you want to see, like, all these faces? I'm not going to lie. Game? I'm a little disappointed that it's not a live action film. I'm not going to lie. Right? Yeah. I'm uh, not going to so, lie. So the, mo- the movie is the 2019 The Adams Family. Hmm. Well, that was, <laughs> that was really a mundane dis- It's interesting. You put me in a position that I've gone from incredibly curious to I never would have been interested to watch this film in a thousand years. But now I'm at that crossroads where it's like, not only do I contractually have to watch this film this week, but I am actually curious if this is a because decent of the film because talent. of who's in it. Yeah. Uh, I sent you screenshots of it, um, sort of um, non-revealing screenshots, uh, as I sometimes do. And your guess was Hotel Transylvania, which is pretty close. Yeah, conceptually. That was was a respectable guess. I didn't want to tell you that you were wrong, because then you were going to dig a little too hard. For sure. Um, But yeah, The Addams Family. I love The Addams Family. I can can picture you. It's not my cup of tea. But I can, I get where you're coming from. Right. Yeah. Gomez and Morticia and Uncle Fester. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, it's just so good. I love the the one from the 90s with right. um, Christopher Lloyd and right. Christina R- Ricci. Ricky, R- R- I never know how to say her name. Ricky. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and then I also liked, like as a kid, there was a TV show on YTV yes, um, called The I New know. Adams Family. Yep. Um, and they changed the they changed the theme song. It wasn't the da 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 dum snap snap. It was like Welcome to the Adams Family. Yes. Right. There was like this whole right. different. But yeah, yeah. But I still loved it. Fair. Loved it so much. Yeah. Um, my review or just my caution going into this, sort of my my response sure. is love the property um and the dna of this like if i were to take a big bite out of this movie sure the flavor that would come through the most would be adam's family okay um they do a good job of making me go yes this is the adam's family right um where it loses me at times is that because it's animated um animated films of this nature mm-hmm. seem to lend themselves to um a certain level and a certain um style of slapstick right that right. i don't like didn't ruin the movie for me in any way sure um but i I don't think improved it in any way either. wasn't wasn't something that made the film better for me, right? Um, and and sometimes pulled me out of like made it feel less Adams Family. Sure. Right. So I I, I yeah I don't know. Um, I don't I don't think I want a sequel to it by any means. Um, but like I said, for a film that was going to be really hard to impress me with, right. I I quite enjoyed it. Hmm. I'm interested. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up with 
I, I do it, man. We have to do wrap some... it up in brown paper with triple twist tie, twine Ooh. and uh, huh. and uh, some some questionable scotch tape, like the kind that you think maybe will hold, but maybe it won't. <laughs> and you're also wondering, should you have wrapped those uh, those Rice Krispie squares to send them to Grandma? Because wow, Grandma's dead, and so she's probably not going to enjoy the Rice Krispie squares once they arrive. This, wrap it up, man. This escalated quickly. What? How do I'm going to wrap it up is I'm just going to do some housekeeping. So check out the links below. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those are our main pages. If you don't do so already, please like, follow, subscribe. Follow us officially. Um, leave us comments, good comments, bad comments, any comments. Um, you can check out our Patreon page below. Everything that we raise through Patreon stays to improve the show. So like Brady alluded to, we are just trying to revitalize some of our equipment to improve the quality. To revitalize. Make the, the, I mean, the equipment we have isn't dying. Brady, it's not like... You don't... It's I, not like... Brady, I Microphone, didn't, clear! No, 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 Brady. I didn't tell you that it is. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Which means that if we don't get the money in order to revitalize yeah. the gear, then the show will die. Yes. <sighs> That's tragic. But yes, uh, ch- check out and our Patreon deceitful. page. And if you support us and feel so inclined, please do so. And thank you the- to those that support us. I have a shout out. Okay. Do you have a shout to, out? I, not a, se- well, yeah, I do. I totally do. Okay. I have two. Okay. My shout so out many might, shout-outs. might be one of your shout outs, but because this is airing on a specific day, I just want to give a general shout out and a tip of the hat and a respect to all the mothers out there, whether they listen to this show or not. And you deserve more than just one day. But as it currently stands, we just have one Mother's Day. So please, I hope you get to enjoy this day to the best of your ability. I have three shout outs. <laughs> okay, continue. Shout out number one is to my mom. Yes. The one and freaking only. Lovely woman. Yeah, the only mother. <laughs> At least that's... No, that's true, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 The the mother of all. I'm not so Mom. sure about that. Who's, no, she is. Who are your other shout-outs? That's weird. Actually, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't... No. I wouldn't want my mom to be everyone's mom. No, no, no. She says shouldn't. things about her integrity. <laughs> um... Two, yep. a big shout out to my grandmother who I don't send Rice Krispie squares to because, mm. you know, because mm-hmm. I don't think she, I don't know. I don't know if my grandmother likes Rice Krispie. I have one living grandmother and mm. I don't know if she likes Rice Krispie squares. You should ask her. She's English. So okay. she's very, okay. uh, not very proper, but there's like a properness to her. Oh, and I, I don't see. know if, you know, if she's true. maybe more like a custard and right. It might not Christmas be her jam. pudding kind of. Yeah. yeah. And she probably likes jam. And crumpets. But, um, and, uh, but it's it's likely more of a marmalade situation. Right. Like Paddington 2, the best film ever made. <laughs> um, apparently, I still haven't watched the second I one. Still I still have first one. bothered. I watched the first one and I was like, holy shit. Like if the second one's a, one of the best films ever, then they just like, <laughs> you know, it was like, it was like the coach during the halftime going, come on guys, the second half, we really need to 
We'll hike up our socks. Okay, we're down a hundred points. We really need Holy to come back from this. Shit balls. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the final shout out is a shout out that I've given in the past. Okay. Times. Okay. Um, but some of the um equipment upgrades that we are currently oh yeah um, participating in the podcast right. world with yes uh have been um not made possible by like expedited by right uh a gentleman named Stefan Duchesne. Yeah. Solid dude. Um who not only has uh provided us with um not like for free, but like, you know, no. helped us out, hooked us up with um some of the equipment that we are using right now. Yeah. Um, he actually owns the room that I'm sitting in recording. And oh, so, wow. Like, you know, I'm, I'm using, it's, it's his hydro bill <laughs> that's running the damn show. It's his internet connection that will be uploading this show. Dang. Yeah. That's, wow. He... He's got a lot of power over the show all of a sudden. Yeah. It, Tell me about like, it. Like, I, like, I think he somehow, without, actually making an acquisition i think he just became the parent company and i, I <laughs> in a corporate takeover that we didn't i don't know mean. yeah i don't know, like we just went public without knowing it and yeah he's got the most shares it's like we were at a board meeting with him and like he threw like some file across the table and he's like i own 51 percent of the company boys yeah sign or don't i don't really care it i don't care matter. doesn't yeah. matter to me i own you yeah yeah. I own you, Mama Foxtrots. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. Assuming you did. Assuming you did. And if you didn't... If good. you didn't listen to this, mm -hmm. then you're a slimy little weasel, and you deserve everything that's coming to you. Woo! Hey. Preach. But if you have listened to this, that doesn't apply to you. <laughs> but if you haven't listened to this... Mm -hmm then you suck big time. <laughs> Unless, of course, you haven't listened to this and someone who has listened to this has told you about me just saying that, in which case it also doesn't apply to you. But if you're completely unaware of me saying this and are unable oh. to retaliate, then you suck. <laughs> Until next one. time. No, you'll still suck after next time. But no, I'm, I'm You'll just at least suck until next time. No, I'm just saying goodbye. And then forevermore will you sucketh Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. A vampire slayer. <laughs> yeah.